And we are now live. Hello, everybody. I'm Seth Goldstein, and I'm here with Mitchell Levy of Think Aha. He's the chief Aha instigator. Is it instigator or? Oh, instigator sounds great. That's perfect. Chief <laughs> Aha instigator over at Think Aha, proud papa of the Aha amplifier. And um, Mitchell is going to tell us a little bit about it and what it does, and a little bit about himself. Um, Mitch and I go way back, back to 2008, we figured out, um, when I read the Twitter book by Julio. Um, Julio, what's his name here? I'm going to brutalize it. I apologize, Julio, but... Ojeda Zapata. Ojeda Zapata. Um, the Twitter means business, how microblogging can help or hurt your company. So I originally read that book, and then, then I've been a reviewer of, of Mitchell's at his other company, Happy About, for a while, and so I've, I've reviewed a bunch of books for him there, and so we've known each other for quite a bit of time, so how's it going? It's going great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So hopefully we'll get some viewers on board, and they'll, they'll, they'll maybe ask us some questions and whatnot. I'll put the question app up on the screen so we can see if anyone has any questions. We, of course, invite those. Um, and so what is Think Aha, and what is is the Think Aha or the Aha amplifier? Aha. So uh, Think Aha. <laughs> I know there's a lot of Ahas here. So uh, Think Aha is the firm where we like to create Aha moments. We, it's primarily a, a consulting firm where uh, you've got myself as a speaker, uh, a consultant. We've got lots of people that we work with. Uh, we help draw uh, thought leadership within corporations largely by taking their experts and turning them into recognized thought leaders. Um, I've got partnerships with a number of firms including one called Weaving Influence and Seth I think you've done some work with Weaving Influence before that's uh, Becky Robinson and so what we do is they've launched 44 and so we've got a thought leadership set of packages that help do book launches and other things. Uh, Think Aha has done, uh, we run a number of different publishing arms, so we've published over 400 books. Um, we also have done lots of work on social media uh, and, and just help companies be successful. One of the byproducts is a software company called the Aha Amplifier. And, and so it was sort of my work as a thought leader architect um, at Think Aha that made me think about what is it that the user base needs? What is it that the clients need? And they need a tool where there's lots of content that makes it easy for them to share stuff socially. So at the very basic level, it's easy to do that. But the other thing is they need a tool to, to be a thought leader. And how do you quickly do that? So that, that's kind of what the AHI amplifier is about in short. Very cool, very cool. So tell me a little bit about, about, about your background. How did you end up in publishing? How did you so get to where you are today? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, undergrad uh, systems, systems analysis, MBA, marketing, finance, uh, worked for three years in Boston before I came out to Silicon wow. Valley. And uh, the last time, so in Silicon startup firm, they didn't make it, and then I went over to Sun Microsystems. I left Sun Microsystems uh, running the e-commerce components on supply chain, which is $3.5 billion, and I left in '97 during the dot-com days and become a or became a uh, e-commerce consultant, an e-commerce guru. Um, so if you remember the conference called Comdex, 
Oh yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, so I so I ran four conferences for Comdex. So I created four wow. different executive business programs for, for Santa Santa Cruz. I did consulting at at a uh, hundred plus companies. Um, was asked to join a board of a public company, and then of course what you remember is this dot com thing was very cool, at least for those in this space. The dot bomb thing was not very cool. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah. All of a sudden, in 2001, uh, I was getting paid a lot, and one day the spigot turned off. I couldn't even pay people to talk about e-commerce. That's it was such a, a bad term for a short period of time. Um, so I had business models that carried me through for a while. We had a firm called CEO Networking I co-founded, uh, a couple of those firms that kept me going. And what I decided to do in 2005 is catch another wave. So I was able to catch the e-commerce wave. And the next wave I wanted to catch was the book publishing, the democratization of book publishing. And so that's what we, we started happy about, which is what I met you when we met in 2008. It was uh, because I was publishing books under the happy about uh, brand. And so that was the wave we caught. And, and just to fast forward a little bit, um, in 2013, I then morphed into the the next wave I caught, which is now the the thought leadership, you know, sort of content marketing thought leadership, but it's it's much bigger than just social media to be playing on. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, so you've been all over the place. Then a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but very much a techie, tech tech centric. So I know I know today you wanted to walk us through a little bit more about the aha amplifier and you know aha moments and sharing influence and amplifying influence. So you want to hop into that deck? Yeah, why don't we do that? So I've got a, I've got a small deck that we can share. Uh, let's see, screen share. That's interesting. I'm working on it. There we go. Demo fail. <laughs> All right, so let's bring up the PowerPoint and go to full screen. All right, so this is the this is my tribute to you. So thanks for having me. Of course, no problem. And I assume you can see my screen. I just want to verify. Yes, we are seeing your screen. Yes. Perfect. All right, so you know I've got. A small number of slides, and then we'll just do the the online presentation. I'm a big fan of having a single tweet or a single quote bell. And uh, I was lucky enough to recently be at a TED event. So it was TED at IBM. And one of the things that Brian Kramer suggested was to come up with a, a, a tweet that you think will change the world. And instead of coming up with one, because it's hard for me to do just one thing, I came up with ten. So I'm sharing two of those ten, but if you went to my LinkedIn blog stream, all ten. Um, and so this particular one is just very simple. Eighty percent of the content that thought leaders share should be somebody else's, and it's your job as content marketing, as as executive C-suite, it's your job to encourage that inside your organization. So let's talk about what is a thought leader. Um, I got a simple two by two. I look at it as audience by content. So if you have no audience and no content, obviously you're. Um, if you have um, very narrow content but a pretty large audience, I'd call you an evangelist, right? Whereas if on the lower right, if you've got a large amount of content but the audience that you want to reach is 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 
you're not reaching a large percentage of that, then you're an expert and you're waiting to be discovered. And so what is the thought leader? The thought leader has the audience, they're reaching 80% or so of the want to reach, and they've got the content that they're sharing that's appropriate. Right? Does that make sense? Absolutely. All right. So the one thing I want to point out on the content is that the first, the audience you want to reach doesn't have to be the world. The audience you have, you have to, you will be a very narrow, very focused. So you could be a thought leader in a very specific space. Think of the thought leader as a go-to expert. And the content that the person has, um, as we just mentioned, 80% of the content should be somebody else's. So 20% is originated. The rest can be curated and expertly aggregated. So that's the definition of, of thought leadership and how it applies in this, in this situation. So the, the, the other quote I want to share is that the thought leadership funnel is the new sales funnel. And if you want to read more, um, go over to Switch and Shift, and I have an article there on the uh, thought leadership funnel. And what I want to do is show you, just as a reminder for those that... Uh, that uh, the old funnel. Exactly. Look at those words. Suspects. Those are horrible things words to be calling somebody who you absolutely want to not just be a customer but you want them to be a happy customer you want them to be an advocate for who you are and what you do absolutely. so I've come up with a new funnel it's the thought leadership funnel and you notice there's a couple things that are different um, one at the bottom right because what's interesting is you have interaction between the different areas the different components of the funnel the second I've changed the words so they're, they're generally the same you know there's awareness you want people to be aware of you you want them to engage with you or you with them um, the future advocates as opposed to prospects and suspects and then advocates but advocates are not just customers advocates are also um, all your employees so a hundred percent of your employee advocates today it's somewhere between 18 to 28 percent it's crazy and of course all of your customers need to be advocates right so you know this as well as anyone Seth what's interesting is that just like a web page people or website people don't actually come into the website through the home page sometimes they do most of the times they don't in terms of a customer or a relationship they don't they don't always come in the front door they're not always aware of you they don't always stop start at the top of the funnel they may start at any particular level of the funnel mm -hmm. right? and so life life changes so what does that mean your job is to be able to to share content generate engagement do things like this you know webinars and talks and be able to provide good content and every interaction that you have with somebody should be one in which you turn them into an advocate, right? You turn them into somebody who wants to talk about you. Absolutely, I totally agree. All right. So, any questions? And once again, this this one as well. Thought leadership funnel. Go to Switch and Shift, or I've got a couple other places. If you type in the word thought leadership funnel, you'll see uh, I kind of own the space on on that particular phrase. There you go. So, what we're looking at now is the aha amplifier. How you get there is simply ahaamplifier.com, and the requirement when you actually get there is that uh, when you sign in, 
um, we need uh, a, your your first name and email address, and then you just confirm your email address and your and your SAT. So what's interesting about the Aha Amplifier is that it makes it very easy for you to share content socially. So let's let's look at it now from the perspective of the user, somebody who is looking to make sure that they grow their online audience. Well, so this is a book that uh, I co-authored with Merit, Meredith Elliott Powell. It's uh, How to Instill Leadership at Every Level. And if you look at it, these are three quotes from the book, right? So these are three, three particular tweets, right? So mm -hmm. if there's anyone that you like, so this one, a great attitude is infectious. It helps team members, customers, and overall productivity succeed. Right, so if you like that, I just clicked on the the Twitter, and uh, and now I've just tweeted it. Right, what did that take? Three seconds. Mm -hmm. So if I'm looking through here, um, I'll give you another example. If I do this with Facebook, for instance, you know, Facebook, I want a little bit more interaction. Right, so what I may do is I may not just include this as is. But I may also say, um, tell me about the infectious attitude in your company. And what's the end result of doing this? Ah. What's the result you want? So the end result is I want interaction, right? So I, I want to, uh, for, for my network, I want them to be happy that I'm sharing good, compelling content. And then what will happen is I want people to tweet, retweet, reshare this content. Mm -hmm. So not only is my brand looked out there as somebody who's sharing good content, but also the people who see it may be people I want to interact with. So if I go to Twitter and I go to Facebook and we end up with a conversation on Facebook about this, who's actually talking about it? Is it people in my network that I haven't interacted with, with for a while that I need to continue to have the conversation with? Or is it somebody new that I need to meet and figure out if they're relevant for me, right? So that's what that's what social media is about is being social, right? If if you're if your kid playing in a playground and somebody walks up to you, they're almost instantly a friend. That's well, kind of how it works with Facebook, and and all you have to do is say hi and kind of who are you? But you know the the who are you? You don't even need to sit there and ask that question. You can actually go and view them online and see who they are before you decide to interact with them, and you you can interact with them more effectively that way. Absolutely. So what I do is I just clicked on the tab called Activate, and what I do is is I'll look at so these are all of the the Aha books that I have available, and what's really interesting there's a couple conferences going on, so we we have a concept called a conference book. Um, here's one for uh, uh, QuickBooks, which is going on. And on the QuickBooks one, you'll notice that we have the the speaker, their Twitter handle, and the conference hashtag. And these are two great names, Arianna Huffington and Mark Andreessen. Absolutely. And if you're at the event, right, so I, I'm not going to tweet this, but I'll show you what would happen. So let's say you're at the event, and not that Ariana's name is hard to spell, but you know you may not know her Twitter handle. You may not remember the conference hashtag. You're at an event. You do. You click on the tweet. You come here and you say Ariana Huffington is the bomb. You know, and I actually I think I could say that. So I just never mind. I've decided I am going to tweet that. So I just tweeted that, right? But but as she's talking, 
you can put in whatever content you want to put in. So that's kind of, if, if you're running a conference or you're at a conference and you want to do something, this is just a great way to make it easy for your conference to be a little more social. Yeah. So as you scroll down, for instance, Scott Abel, the, the, the uh, content wrangler, right? If I'm sitting here and I like Scott and I like what he does, I can now share his content, right? And, I'm, and one of the things that you'll also notice is that it kind of remembers like a book, you know, so basically think of it as I have a series of books open. It remembers what page I have it open to, right? Okay. So this, this aha, each book is 140 aha, so each aha book is 140 ahas. But this one's starting at 19, this one's 13. As I scroll down, you see they're all slightly different, right? So how would you access these books to read them? I'm sorry? How would you access these books to read them? So the... Let's go back to the top. Okay. And that is, so there's the Activate, there's my AHA books. These are the books that I actually have in my personal library. And then there's the shop. Now, in the shop is the ability for you to take a look at the books which are available. And you could sort them by, you know, whatever, whatever criteria. If you wanted to have books which were basically books which were the most number shared, so books which are shared more than others, or if you want content that's kind of fresh. You can do books which are least shared overall. Yes, okay. Um, the other concept we have is once you sign up for the system, notice we're in shop. I scroll to the bottom. We have a concept called AHA Collections. And, yes, and here we have a AHA Collections called Free. Now, for this particular account, I have downloaded most of the books. These are three new books which I think were loaded last night. Um, yes. So, um, but when you go here, um, I think for your Seth, you might see 20 books which are available for free. Yeah, I, I see that, yes. Right, and so all you have to do is con click on the book and, and uh, say you want to own it, and it's yours. I'll give you another approach as well, and that is, so if I'm actually reading a particular book, so let's go back to, um, let's do one that we haven't, we haven't talked about yet. This one, Karen, Karen Hurd on Speaking the Truth. So if I'm looking at Karen's book, what's interesting is, notice once again I'm on page, your AHA number 28. Um, if I scroll down, I could see her picture, her bio. When I'm looking at her book description, now it's been shared 88 times, five likes. Yeah. And when I look in her book description, one of the things I could do, and I'll just do this right now, I can click to tweet. And so when I click to tweet, Basically, I'm telling the world that, oh, by the way, why don't you read and share ahas from Karen Hurt's book? And if you want, the other thing is if you want to share with anyone this particular URL, right? Yeah. So it's, it's bit.ly slash Karen Hurt dash aha amp01. If you share that URL, when people can this, they get instantly brought to the book. I see. When they're brought to the book... The book is essentially in this platform, correct? So the book is the book is part of the AHA Amplifier platform. That's correct. Oh, so you're not reading like a PDF of the book. You're reading it via the amplifier. So in this particular case, you're reading it as uh, I'll show you a trick, by the way. Okay. But you're you're reading it as here. So I'm re right now. I'm reading the. You know, I could click on next and read the next three quotes. Yes. Okay. Now. This is something I found out kind of recently. Let's 
let's go to, I'm going to select her name, Let's Grow Leaders. And I need to go back to, I think I go back to, to, to any page where the search criteria is. Yeah. And I actually, if I actually now click on Let's Search Leaders on my books, and I click search, what, what you'll see is I now have, apparently I have three of her quotes somewhere else. I have 143 quotes that all Karen Hurts. Right? So if I kind of want to read all the quotes at once, I can now do that. I see. Oh, so you can pretty much read the book this way. So if you if you wanted to read the book this way, you can, and I suppose you can create a PDF. Um, we do. We are experimenting. We're creating PDFs mostly for lead gen um, yeah. on some of the books. So that may be a feature we put in at some point in time. But yeah, so this would be a this would be an interesting way to read all of Karen's comments at once. Absolutely, yeah. Now, the other thing that so I showed you um, the Activate, the Mayahas, the Shop, right? Um, what I want to talk about are these numbers up top, particularly this number right here. So we already have six and 520 quotes in the system. Wow. Right? So the, the thing is, if, if you're looking for good, compelling content that you want to share socially with a network, it's relatively easy to do that. Um, the other thing I'll show you is, is this number right here. This number is how many shares do I need to continue to do to unlock the next book? Oh, right? So the moment gamification. I'm saying that again. It's a gamification. It's absolutely. So there's there's a, there's two things we've done. Let me click on dashboard and I'll show you the gamified components. So one area on, on, uh, on Dashboard is that any book that I have unlocked, whether I've paid for it, I can actually share. So I basically can come here, type in the, the book name that I want to share. So let's see. Alan's got a great book on strategy, right? And then I could type in their name and email address, and it's shared. So you can share any book, whether it's free or not. With three, the other thing, if you notice here, and, and obviously I used the account, I've I've unlocked a number of books so far. Yes. Right, and and I still have the ability to unlock many books, and that's because I'm just sharing often. Yeah. I says you need to buy the books, or you can share a lot and get more books. Exactly. So the there are like thousand quotes. There's there's probably two thousand which are free which you can get in the shop under the free books category. And the other books I think we, we run typically for buck ninety nine. Yes, nice and cheap. Oh it well it's rel it's supposed to be relatively inexpensive. And now going to shop, this is this is what's really fascinating to me. Right? So you're inside company. And the company is one where they, they just haven't quite adopted social yet, right? They they don't always believe that uh, that things should be shared willy-nilly, right? Which, by the way, you got to change or else you'll disappear, but that's a different story. What's interesting is the company can create an AHA collection for their employee base, right? Okay. So if you notice here, here are books from, from Chris Edmonds. We could have one that says books by, you know, ISAP or Oracle, right? So, and what will happen is the books that are inside there are books which are approved 
for the sales force or the employee base to be able to share. I see. That's very cool. Right, because then you have approved content already, and then it allows the employee base to be able to share with their networks or content which is approved. And of course, if you notice Facebook, and you can do the same thing with Google Plus and LinkedIn, is you could add a comment on top of that. Yeah, which is always very helpful. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. So how long did it take you to build this platform out? Like, when, did it, when was it the first time, and when, how long did it take to build out? No, it's a, it's a super question. Um, the, we started, so way back when, about four years ago, when, when we had our book series called Think Aha. We still have the Think Aha book series, and we have a bunch of others. Um, we actually created an iPhone app. And... And the iPhone app was basically taking the Think Aha books and being able to share them, uh, uh, share that content online. The the issue with the Think Aha books is you needed to have 140 uh, Twitter size quotes in a physical book, and you had to have a physical book available. So yeah. you know it took one to two months for people to write the book. It took one to two months for us to publish. Although the fastest physical book we ever did was with Janet Faust. She wrote and we published in three and a half weeks. Wow. That's three and a half weeks, right? So, oh, yeah, by the way, that is a big wow. Uh, she crowdsourced the content. It was a great experiment, um, and I really loved doing it. Now, what's interesting is we had that for four years, and all of a sudden, in 2013, when I became a thought leader architect, I started questioning everything I had done in the past. And one of the things I questioned is, why do I have the requirement to have a physical book to be able to put the content, you know, in online, right? Because it just was a, a major constraint. Yeah. So we started working on um, in thirteen. We started working on a web-based version. So because we had all the functionality already in place, we had the da back-end data database already structured. It, it wasn't terribly difficult to actually come up with us. Um, although we had a programming team who spent a couple months uh, focused on doing a web-based version. And now what's fascinating is you write the book directly, right? And so, well, let's give you a great, uh, great example. Uh, um, I, was, I was actually uh, at a meeting talking to a bunch of consultants. Mm -hmm. And one of the people at the meeting um, said, Mitchell, and, and her name is Kevin Kreitman, Mitchell, I could write the book in a weekend. And Kevin has a PhD in organizational development, and no one at that time, no one had ever done anything like this. And I'm like, Kevin, if you write the book in a weekend, and, and we we actually charge a hundred dollars to actually, the hundred dollars essentially is covering our cost. You know, it pays for the cover design, it pays for both a content edit and a copy edit. So we're just passing our costs along. So I said, Kevin, if you could do this in a weekend, I will waive that hundred dollar fee. She actually did her book, finished it in 24 hours, and because of that, um, I had my team published 24 hours later. So wow. within 48 hours of seeing her, she had her book online. Now here's the part that Sultan will love. Within 10 days, she picked up her first client from the book. Wow. So it's kind of fun to be able to take content and, and be able to produce it so quickly in a form that, now this is where it's really interesting, not only 
should Kevin be sharing this content? Not only do I uh, go out and share this content, but what, what Kevin needs to do is put a plan in place to have her advocates be right because the more breadth of information she gets out the more footprint she has socially more people will find her absolutely yeah so one of the things if, if you're curious how to write a book on every page we've got a a button in the upper right called become an author and so when I click on the become an author it brings us to the thinkaha site the thinkaha uh, company is acting as the official curator of content, so we're making sure that the 16,000 plus quotes are always good quality content. Yeah. And if you look through here, there's a you know there's a PDF of you know what the what the AHA amplifier is. You know there's a video of how it works. You know reasons to get started. Blah blah blah. But I think this is the important piece right here. So we we in, in essence have a seven step process. On what does it take to let me see if I can make this bigger there we go so we have a seven-step process of how to go about writing a book right so there's a there's a word document with four questions just so you know the four questions are you know what's your title and subtitle what's your bio what's the book about so it's pretty simple um, we do have and this is interesting um, it's a one-page write-up on what makes a good compelling aha by the way, I think read this regardless of whether or not you do a book or not, because it really is what's a good tweet or what's a good piece of content that you share anywhere. Uh, so that's right here, and then we also have an Excel spreadsheet, which it's so it's a template which we which you can put your ahas into. So in terms of writing a book, um, you could write it. What Kevin did is she just took her present and just went through them and pulled quotes from those. Um, if you're at an event. You can get the content. You know, you could use Storify and pull the content from the Twitter stream. Yeah. Um, you know, if you are, uh, if you got a large audience like you do, yeah, you send out a questionnaire with one or two questions. You get a couple hundred responses, and you've got them down to 140. Um, and so it's a relatively straightforward way to to actually write content, put a book on the marketplace. In this case, an aha book. And you know what's interesting? If, let's say you're an author, or you're a wannabe author. You're you're a, a exec at a large corporation. You're ready to branch out and do something else, but you're not entirely sure what topic is the perfect one for you. And you want want to write a publishing company. Well, between now and your book being on the market is somewhere between two to four years. All right. And if you're not sure what book you want to write, what I'd suggest is why don't you create two different aha books on the two topics you're interested in. Do an A-B test. Yeah. Once those two books are out there, now see which ones get amplified more, which ones are resonate more in the marketplace. What's fascinating is the peer content may also be people you interview or may include inside the more traditional book that you're going to write later. So this is a great way to sort of reach a different goal, and that is, it's the, the the journey of your more traditional book can be fulfilled or supported by creating an aha book. Absolutely, it's it's a great idea. Well, awesome. This is a great talk, Mitch. Oh, my pleasure. Really great. Uh, really great. Let me. Uh, let's see. 
Let me turn off my screen share so I could come back and at least say hello. You've gone meta. Am I am I back or am I I'm You're not, not back? You're still sharing your screen over and over and over again. Oh, there you go. There, there he is. This. There you go. On. <laughs> hey, Seth. Good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, ever, so where, where do people go to get into Aha Amplifier? So it's it's simply ahaamplifier.com. Um, we're, you know, we're just at the start of rolling this out, although o having over 16,000 quotes is a great start. Yeah, it's a pretty um, good So we're yeah. open to ideas and suggestions and things you want to do. Um, so we're, we're at that stage where we're, we're looking to experiment and run new things and run new experiments and, and, uh, and uh, make things happen. Find, find the bugs, fix them, and, and keep moving on. Very cool. Well, everyone, this has been Mitch Levy from the Chief AHA Instigator from Think AHA. And I'm Seth, you know, from all, all over me everywhere. This is Seth Goldstein, our flight code hound. And thanks again, Mitch. Oh, absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And we'll catch you next time, guys. Bye-bye.